To another episode of What We Doing. It's your man's HT Sims. It's Mr. Mix. What's up, boss? What's going on? Red's out. We just we here. We doing it. What's going on, boss? What's happening, man? Um, back back like we left, never left, man. Uh, had to take a couple of weeks off for some some family emergency type type things, mm-hmm. but happy to be back in the saddle talking some shit. So uh, let's <laughs> that, hit him with it, man. Let's hit him with it. <laughs> So tomorrow, today is October 11th, correct? Or October 10th? The 10th, the 10th. October 10th. So October 11th is Columbus Day, a.k.a. Indigenous People Day. So (laughs) uh, Columbus Day hasn't officially been canceled, so to speak. We still get this day off of work, which we're going to take a day off work no matter what uh, for those that are in the working world doing the 9 to 5 thing. However, comma... It is time for us to cancel Columbus Day forever. Yo. Because it's some straight bullshit. Straight up and down bullshit. <laughs> some straight bullshit. So, you ever seen a movie of Time to Kill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time to Kill. All right. So, we're about to have an, a, time, a time to kill moment. Of course right? they deserve it. Time to kill I moment. I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> My man Samuel. <laughs> So this is what I want you to do for everybody listening, that everybody will be listening, future listeners, or anybody listening to their radio podcast, wherever you get your podcast at or radio at, I need you to close your eyes real quick, and I want to tell you a story. Mm. Imagine moving to an area that is already populated with people, houses, has a community, has remnants of people, Buildings, a functioning government. Mm-hmm. Then imagine going to those people, introducing them to diseases they've never had, mm-hmm. raping the women, killing the children, killing the men, calling them a different race of people or or ethnicity that they aren't. So imagine calling all these people Martians. And we're just going to call them all Martians, whatever this little area that we're in, right? Again, close your eyes and just imagine that someone came to your city, state, or town, or maybe even came to your house and said, you know what? All this shit you got in here, it's mine. I discovered it. Then, not only discovering it, setting it on fire, pissing on the ashes, and getting a day named after you. Man. That's essentially what we did with Columbus Day. Essentially what we did with Columbus Day is we took a guy who came to this country. First and foremost, he was in the wrong place. He didn't come to this country. Let's get let's get it straight. So, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, blue is some bullshit. So, 
there's a bunch of myths that we're going to expose throughout this 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 two hours because again we're not just going to talk about Columbus we're going to talk about how this shit set America off in on the path that it's on now right so we're going to talk about how us celebrating Columbus Day and us and the way that America comma quote unquote was discovered is the reason why America's in the shape that it's in right now. Right now, same principles, same beliefs, same everything that we have been founded on kind of sums up this day to the, to the fullest. It's the most, this is the most American holiday we've ever had in our fucking lives. I hear that. It's okay. the most American holiday we ever had in our lives. And I'll explain to you why. So, first off, Christopher Columbus didn't find America. He landed in what would be considered South America looking for trade routes and or spices because, again, we, we're going to go off of what your textbook taught you, and then we're going to kind of give you some of the real facts. So he was looking for new trade routes for Spain. So at this time, which was another myth, it's bullshit, they thought the earth was flat. So, of course, the earth couldn't have been flat because had he sailed where he was sailing, he would have eventually fell off the fucking earth. So now we know the earth isn't flat. Yay, Columbus. Yay, Columbus. He lands at this place. He thinks it's India. So he then calls the people there that are native of this land Indians. He gives them blankets filled with smallpox. He introduces the, the Spanish and French to these people, which they turn around and kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, rape, murder, pillage, take their land, take their resources, and colonize it for Spain. Because it's kind of what Europeans do. Yeah. This, this, yeah. this is kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. Land on shit and say that it's there. Oh, not we, they, them. But so this is what he does. Because America doesn't have many heroes, so to speak. Okay. We create heroes. Yeah. Okay. So we created a that. so we created a myth and a story. And the story that you heard in school was, well, Columbus came over and he civilized these people. Discovered and civilized. Discovered some again. Now when he landed, the native people of this land had tribes, had government, had religion, had established uh astronomy, had established trade and and actual commerce between like that's the bullshit that you don't hear right Mm -hmm. so you come to america and you think that america is just they just in long cloths killing each other and killing buffalo Mm -mm. they were established they had shit going on before he ever stepped foot on this land and to rewind it and make it plain for black folks because we talk for black people black people had already discovered people of african descent had already discovered America and American trade. Reason how we know that is that the pyramid, uh, the pharaohs of Egypt died with cocaine in their system. Cocaine is only grew in one place, South America. South America, yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you have cocaine in your system, that means that's you came over right to there. get some. You came over to get some coke from America. That, see, that's a whole. You just jumped up into a hole of the boat right there. Again, we ain't gonna we'll, go we'll too deep, yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah, just trying you. to hit you with. You. I'm trying to hit you with what, ha- what happened. Mm-hmm. So. Also, if you look for uh, a people, you can look it up. It's worth a Google. The Olmec people. They had statues. Mm-hmm. And if you can see, it, if you see us on the visual, if you've ever seen a picture of me, I got a really African nose. Like, sits on the middle of my face. 
the OMAG people had noses like mine. How do I know that? Because the statues looked, they got my type of cheeks, they got my type of nose. Okay. So that means they were of African descent. So that means Africans were here way before Christopher Columbus, who got credit, and America uh, Vespucci, who's actually America is named after, before they got credit for it. Also, Vikings had been here before, so on and Even so forth. Even if you look at the how Pangea is formed and mm-hmm. where America be there and how some people could be there once it's separated, it goes deeper, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, know, again, you got to know what Pangea is, yeah, right. which was all the continents at one point in time before play tectonics and before the separating and before uh, floods and earthquakes and things of that nature separating them. It was this really huge, big continent, and if you put all the continents together, they fit together, mm-hmm. right? So that means that at one point in time, many hundreds of thousands of years ago, when when Lucy was first discovered, which was the first woman that we said is the first uh, human, like of DNA descent on Earth, was like 200, 300 years back, and of course that was in centralized Africa. So Africa is where all life as we know it, began for human beings. So that's an FYI. So back to my man, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Christopher Columbus was not Italian. I mean, was not Spanish. He was Italian. So he went to sail for the queen, but he was actually of Italian descent. So that's the first, like, lie that you get. Mm-hmm. You know, he came for Spain, and, and no, he's actually Italian, and he was just going for Spain because actually um, he was doing it for money. Like he's trying to get rich, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't this this noble conquest that we were kind of taught, you know, in school that he just came and he was trying to discover new lands, right, discover right. trade lands, he and the whole nine. Walked in, it was like, wow, nobody's here. That's great. Yeah. So first and fucking foremost, you can't discover what what someone has already ready settled in mm-hmm. that 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 can't happen. Now, why do I say this is the most American holiday <laughs> ever? Because it's what the fuck America does. Facts. We go places to where we're not asked to go, where people already are, and we install governments and install policies that nobody asks for. Religion, too. Religion as well. You know what I'm saying? Put it right in the mix. <laughs> like, it, like you would call them up, hey, yeah. if, if you guys come over and do that American thing, you do that, it'd be great. Yeah. So every place in America, on this continent, we pretty much took from somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we pretty, sure. like we pretty sure. much took from somebody. So the hypocrisy and the irony in that is that possession is nine tenths of the law, but Ten Commandments will tell you thou thou shalt not steal. Stealing and and grand larceny laws are all on the books in America. However, America was literally founded on larceny. It oh, was yeah, literally sure. founded on rape and murder. And all of these things that you can go to jail forever for. Yeah. Yep, yep. The founder of America committed all these atrocities so this could be called land of the free and home of the brave. How ironic is that? I mean, for real, let that sink in. Let that sink in. And the the other side of that whole thing is one of the worst things, one of the first things people get offended by is if you even attempt any of those things in somebody else's territory. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Get get thrown out of wax like this is not what this is not America. This is exactly what America is. Because yeah. because exactly. again, imagine close your eyes and imagine if a if you as a as a black person, if you went to someone's house, you walked in that house, you said that I discovered it, mm-hmm. you said that I now live here, 
let's say, let's call it eminent domain. That's, okay. Let's call it eminent domain. Okay. Let's, let's manifest destiny, eminent domain. I now live here. You took it over. You and your partners came in. Hey, man, take a room upstairs. Take a room, throw you some stuff. Man, take a room over there. It's like, whoa, my shit is here, bro. Like, I, I live here. Right, right. Like, what, what, you, what do you mean it's yours? No, 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 no. You don't understand, man. I discovered this. I, so I'm going to just come in here. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to grab a cot or whatever. Y'all got to get the fuck out. And if you don't get the fuck out, we'll kill you. And then have people, <laughs> your surrounding neighbors walk by and acknowledge that is is the your house now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd been there hey. this whole time. And everybody says, like, it's their house. It's their house. You know what I'm saying? Didn't he say he lived there? And then create a a set of rules on your land that that legally gives you no gives you no right to the land. So the Native Americans stay on reservations now. Right. How the fuck does that work? How do I kick you out, then give you a room in the basement? And then tell everybody, hey, they live downstairs, leave them alone. Yeah. Okay. And they can do whatever they want in that yeah. basement room. What the what, fuck I you mean, mean whatever I can do? they want. What the fuck you mean I can do whatever I want? This is my house. No, it's not. It's our house now. <laughs> I mean, you got the basement. Why are you being so greedy, you do? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You do it too much, man. Yeah. So look, let's take a quick break. I, when we come back, I want to talk about the trickle-down effects like you're leading to now Columbus Day. How that is so... That's so ingrained in our DNA. We kind of move like that as kind of Americans. This is what we do. We'll be right back. No, we will not stay here in silence while they take the lives of our brothers and sisters and partners. We will not turn a blind eye to the murder with no repercussions. Oh, no, we will not. We will not live on our knees. We will die on our feet. This ain't no lie that I speak. All you youngins out here in the streets only want to shoot people who look like you. You can stay home. You too weak. Oh, no, we will not go and repeat the mistakes of the past. Ignoring the snakes in the grass. Paying you can. Then we pray and we fed. Till one day that you're at. We will not ask for no one. No, 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 no. But we will be prepared for one. Hoping not with a gun. We the unity using the same shit you did to destroy me we sick of the garbage you kicking and teaching and lynching us locking us up for no reason and killing us no consequences conviction you serious lying about what you show in the media assassinate all the leaders who leading us leave us with ones who misleading us then go reward all the ones who mistreat us and leave us in projects and give us these poisonous products on top of narcotics to push to our sisters and brothers like them and our sisters and brothers no we will not be running more let us stray up and booze the bulk of be stopping the day see what happened when athletes are no longer play for you tell them accountants to pray for you, huh? Oh, respect, God, just respect what that paper do. Look up, it's too late for you. Dropping you off, turning them profit to law. When we won't go shopping no more, united we all. Stuck in this bullshit together. Showing these boys, we just won't say whatever. Or else they just roll up and shoot or whatever. Just like they been doing forever. The niggas swear they hard, be huffing and puffing. But they go do nothing. The enemy trying, they way behind enemy line. Why you trying to be so friendly now? Handle your business now. And we would not feel nothing but judgment from God. Standing there looking at me saying you ain't do I bless you when you ain't invested in that. You kept up the cycle of death and destruction. Ignoring your neighbor won't help them, but helping yourself. Just like the devil himself. Well, Promote all the fornication, all the baby making. Ain't no baby raising for a generation. Now they trapped the systems because incarceration was inevitable due to education. Sub standard institution, never cared. Jay drop by an air, pair crack, rock, crib, blood, all the eight. GDB or whatever the separator. Hell hot, can you finally made it? Yo, time to say you bad Martin Luther. All that money and you still blew it. Damn. Then saving you feel stupid. Damn. I took 
came in they bootlegging. And what you get for being hard-headed? Goddamn, nigga. Man, where I gon' go to hell, hell? Cause I try as hard as I can, nigga. I know you're only a man, but goddamn, nigga. But don't scare Negroes today with no badge or no white skin or no white sheet or no white anything else. The police the same way. They put their club upside your head and then turn around and accuse you of attacking them. Every case of police brutality against a Negro follows the same pattern. They attack you, bust you all upside your mouth, and then take you to court and charge you with assault. What kind of democracy is that? I'm going to say this and I'm going to end mine. If you ain't down for the Africans here in the United States, period, point blank, if you ain't down for the ones that suffer in South Africa from apartheid and shit, then you need to step your fuck ass to the side and let us brothers and us Africans step in and So my own. 
Welcome back to what we doing, man. Those last two cuts, that first one, T.I., we will not. Hey, we've been playing that a lot since it came out. He got 10 tracks, 11 tracks on the album, all hidden, all on point. What we talking about? But that last cut, the day the niggas took over from Dr. Drake. Man, we were just talking in the break. You talking about somebody who is so cold in his craft. He can do it at any time, anywhere, and give you fucking masterpieces. Walked away from N.W.A. with nothing. Did it again for Death Row. Walked away with Death Row and gave you Aftermath and then really started to your face, man. Just a quick hats off to Dr. Dre. We sitting there talking about Columbus Day, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know so the, the the kind of significance of that last song, uh, The Day the Niggas Took Over, was um, off the chronic. Yeah. And uh, the intro, the intro, I, lo- I always loved that intro because the passion in which that brother was speaking, like they was... At the time, they was talking about the 1992 riots when uh, the Rodney King situation happened. And again, to kind of tie it all together, when we're talking about Columbus Day, we're talking about something, t- tyranny in a certain mm-hmm. space, and, and our reaction to tyranny. You're right. So at one point in time, uh, as a people, indigenous or otherwise, it was peace. We was peaceful. You know? Yeah, we had conflict. We had wars. We had... Just like any other people. Human nature. Yeah, human, human nature. nature. Since this is the beginning of time, you know, man and fought, fought man. But the introduction of, of the weapons of mass destruction and, and war machines that were brought to the, the Americas that hadn't been seen before. Mm-hmm. So the, the diseases that were brought, uh, the way that it was done, channel slavery, all of those yeah. things that were kind of introduced to America vis-a-vis uh, European exploration, mm-hmm. European... Uh, manifest destiny, European greed in a certain sense, uh, the new land, the new opportunity, uh, come here, you know, get mm-hmm. your, you know, the, it's your destiny, it's your right to become prosperous right. and rich. Right. America is giving you this promise. Give us your poor, your tired, uh, so on and so forth. So what Columbus represented and what he has always represented to us and, and our kids when we teach them in school is that really and truly you got to take what you want if you if you yeah. want to have anything in this country. If you didn't get that lesson from Columbus, you was getting the wrong lesson. Because he didn't there was no negotiations. There was no treaties, there was no talk, there was no intellect. Mm-hmm. There was there there was you know, we talk about ancient civilizations, we talk about ancient Egypt aka Kemet, we talk about all the advances that they had scientifically. Yeah, yeah. We talk about how we, we, we still don't understand the science of the pyramids, which is actually a diamond. Uh, so it's a pyramid at the top and it's a diamond at the bottom. If you go uh, down into the pyramids, uh, a steak could stay fresh for 30 days. So it's like a refrigerator down there. Uh, we, we bury pharaohs with, with knowledge and, and they had writing and, and 
We could talk about Sumeria. We could talk about all these ancient civilizations that brought us all of this rich culture. And then when we talk about what happened in in that colonization period, it was a lot of death. It, it was, was a lot of destruction. It was a lot of war. It was a lot of kind of get yours. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of set the stage for where we are now. Yeah, I mean, when you when you talk about the destruction of it all, one of the things they, they made sure that they destroyed was the knowledge of Kemet, if you will. Yeah. How, how many books were destroyed, how much. So it, 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 when they pop up and say, I discovered this, we're bringing this to you, yeah. you have no way to trace it back to the real origin. All you know is where you've seen it started from, where the books, which are just, re, when I say rewritten, just rewritten. Or, or written by the winners in this case. So, I mean, you talk about history when we talk yeah. about, but you talk about, by the, the winners. When you're talking about yeah. the knowledge of math and science of those things, yeah. you know what I'm saying, where the origin knows from. Right. If I destroy, if I destroy that bridge and then just rewrite it and say, hey, this is it, all you can say is I can track it to the person who gave me the original book and I have none before that. You see what right. I'm saying? So that, that type of mind manipulation is the same deal that happens when we talk about colonizing. Yeah. And, so, then, and does it sound familiar? Yeah. Does it sound familiar the fact that uh, we'll put it in plain terms. Hip hop was invented by who? It was Blacks a, and Puerto Ricans in, yeah, in New in, York City in, in a, around 1972, sure. August 9th. I maybe check me on my date on that. It's controlled by who now? I, I want, I want to crack. I want to crack. This is a Dave. This is a Dave Chappelle joke. It's controlled by space Jews. <laughs> space Jews. <laughs> But it's controlled by uh, white white owned corporations. Sure, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Again, created in the ghettos, created by blacks and Puerto Ricans mm-hmm. at the at the lowest of the lowest levels. Genius, creativity. Uh, it is now a a billion to trillion dollar industry easily. Easy. It's Easy. easily one of the top industries that we export around the globe. The it most influential, most influential genre right now. For, and have been. Yeah. Side note, it feels good to be this age and this music still be where it's at. Yeah, because, absolutely. Because we are like how we we're the children talk, of hip hop. We we are yeah. the beginning, middle, and end of hip hop that's right. still sitting right. Here. Right, and not just hip hop, hip hop culture. Sure. Because again, we're, we're talking culture. So when we're talking what Christopher Columbus represented and the culture that he represented and the culture that he brought into the Americas, we're talking about what he also took. Mm. Because again. If a culture already existed and a culture was already flourishing before you got here, you come in and you install. Now, again, some of this is a, a colonizer's and a conqueror's mentality. Mm-hmm. If I come into your village or if I come into your town, I, I, I rape the women, I, I kill the children, especially the boys, and I emasculate or I take out the warrior class, which is the men. Right. I get it mm-hmm. because I don't want any conflict. I don't want future conflict. So in doing that and in bringing that mentality into the Americas, we can talk all the great and wonderful things that the Declaration of Independence says. But because it talks about freedom Mm -hmm. and it talks about all men being created equal and it talks about one man, one vote. And then it also has the three fifth uh, compromise in there, because, again, you have men and women and children that were property. Right. That were property. So now we're talking about business. So when we talk about business, business is always the absence of soullessness. It's, it's the absence of humanity. I get, okay, I'll give you because that. Because in, yep. business, in business, how we operate is any means necessary. Whatever the fuck I got to do to get the deal done is what I got to do to get the deal done. 
So if there's a village in the way of a pipeline, guess what we do? We kill the, the people. Vi- yeah, we take that village out. We take that village, and we get the pipeline going because yeah. the pipeline is the business. What you say? It, it has a hint of soul. In practice, you go over there and say, hey, uh, we'll give you such and such money if you leave this place right now. Right. Somebody says, no, my family been generation here. We, this is our land. We're not going anywhere. You just go, okay. And then what do you do? You come back with, with force. You right. Know what I'm now, sounds familiar? Yeah. Columb- Christopher Columbus That's sails over a couple, couple ships, couple guns, couple, couple men. Hey, man, we're coming over here to help you. Mm-hmm. We don't need your help. We don't want your help. We're we doing just fine without you. Mm-hmm. Going on about your way. Not really asking. Uh, so what they're going to do is they're going to make an example out of a couple of y'all so y'all can get your life together. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to come back and talk. Now, if you look at that practice of doing business globally, how does America do business? Now, again, I'm speaking, I'm not speaking from an emotional standpoint. I'm speaking strictly objectively. Yeah, objectively I mean, speaking, when America goes into a country, we don't leave. It's documented. It's, it's right there. We, we don't leave. We set up a base. We set up a post. We set, mm-hmm. up a, we set up an area, and we stay there. And we stay there for quite a bit. The places that we stay usually have great natural resources. Yeah. Iraq, mm-hmm. pretty good natural resources. Oil. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Pretty good natural resources, Poppy. It's heroin for those that ain't, that, ain't, that ain't hip. So we go places. We utilize, we, we, we usually take it by some type of military force. We stay there. We Americanize it. And then we, we just never leave. So look how, <laughs> look, even in how, you, how you're talking now, look at one of the many weapons we use to do that. Yeah. Hip-hop being one of them. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Since it's so global, since it's since you can come in and almost relate to almost anybody with, I don't know, Biggie Pac to start off. They are definitely international in every depth of most things. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And you can get in there, almost get a level of trust out of these people. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, you're, you are using that same weapon against the people who could create this. You dig what I'm talking about? Because the culture is the weapon. The culture is the weapon. The culture is the Absolutely. weapon, and, to, and the culture is the... So, to expand the conversation, what we must realize as black folks and as people in this country is that the one commodity that we have always provided to America is culture. Yeah. We have always given America culture in so many different ways. Sure. From, from, from music to invention to uh, movies and talent, and we've... To our sweat equity, yeah, for sure. For you you sure. know, to our actual sweat equity and our customs and courtesies that we 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 brought from our uh, mainland over here. So, what ends up happening is that it is usually taken, it is usually sold, it is usually given away, it is usually tricked out of you. Mm-hmm. And again, that is the Columbus playbook. It's the Man. Columbus playbook. Everything that happens to us now is the Christopher Columbus playbook. It, it's the, you start uh, hip hop, you make it popular, we, we make it commercial, we make it ours, we take it from you, and we make you come to us. <laughs> we make you come to us so we can tell you if it's appropriate or not. When it wasn't created by you, it wasn't created for you, it wasn't created for you to utilize. However, now is being used as a weapon and it's also being used as a, an example of 
in, in a court of law now, see, they talk about death, see? Right. They talk about killing. So if they can talk about it in a song, or you can see it on the gram, or you can see it on TikTok, then guess what? They can use that against you in a court of law. So now they're using the very culture that you created against you. Because you may be using it for a music video, or using it for promotion, or using right. it for things that you deem positive. But then they use that against you because you're like, no, 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 no. No, it's just a song. I'm just creating a song. No, 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 no. That song is real. It's especially if there's any hint of your reality in that song. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if all you're doing is speaking about the stuff that happened in your neighborhood. Yeah. So one of the reasons why you do music to get out. Right. You see what I'm saying? So they... They create the atmosphere for you to to kind of soak and uh, brood in this, and you make yourself make it out, and they get you on the top end as well. Absolutely. You know so when you look back and uh, you say like like we keep talking about, mm-hmm. when you look back, it's the Columbus way, it's the American way, it's the it, American it, way, it's the control. most American holiday in the history of American holidays. It taught it it taught you how to take. Mm-hmm. It taught you. America doesn't really have its own culture except for the culture that it adopts from other people. Facts. So look, so when we talk about the rape and pillaging that went on mm-hmm. when he got here, let's look at the other side of that. Mm-hmm. When some of those babies were kept yep. and they realized that that uh, indigenous people, the blood of those indigenous people mixed with their blood, mm-hmm. th- those were the athletes coming out. Those mm-hmm. were the, the guys that had more sound hearing and sight and kind of can do things. And they that's when they look and say, wait a minute, when you have Indian blood, lack of a better term, you almost become a better human. So that as they move forward, it was like, okay, we're still going to get rid of the men, but make sure you keep the women. Absolutely. Because, again, when you're, when you're just talking from a – and I hate to be so crass, but it, it's just the truth. We're just talking from a strictly breeding perspective. You want someone that can survive the elements. Right. So – Melanin is a, it's a advantage. Mm-hmm. If I can stay out in the sun longer, I can work longer. Yep. If I can work longer, eventually, health-wise, I'm going to become healthier because I can, go, I can work for longer periods of time. When they were breeding slaves, they were breeding bigger and, and faster slaves with each other because they wanted bigger and faster and stronger slaves. So it's the same principle when you come over and you take a culture, mm-hmm. and you take its people, and you enslave its people, because, again, it's all about the progression of my agenda. It right. has shit to do yeah. with you. Right. It has to do with how do I progress what I'm trying to do and how do I make what I'm trying to do the thing. And I erase what you have done. So the years and years and years of you creating this culture and creating this, uh, this community mm. falls to the wayside because I came in and I said, I like what you're doing here, and I'm going to take it. Well, say and think about the the other way of that that point of entry. Okay, Columbus wasn't the first person to pop up there. Absolutely, you know what I'm not. people are floating in from all over the place. You would you would think of okay. natural logic. Absolutely, most people, and we talked about yeah, it. Yeah. Like I said, Africans were here. Right, Vikings were here. Other travelers were here. He was not the first. That like we know that. And then people were actually fucking here. Right. So <laughs> other people show up from a place of peace of actual acknowledgement and say, hey, I come from this land. What do you guys do here? This how I end up here. They end up learn, learning from each other mm-hmm. and taking their knowledge back to, you know, where they came from. Absolutely. You get this This guy pops up. And if the normal person shows up and say, no, you know, out of town travelers, 
they get here, we kind of show them the way, we learn something, go. This first person possibly like, nah, fuck all that. I'm taking all of this. How does how's the people have you protect yourself against some threat? Why you would you? Why would you? Because you didn't know you. It's the alien invasion. Right. It's the it's the big city, little city mentality. Big city hustlers. Just on some street shit, big city hustlers. You in New York, you in L.A., crowded market. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move out to bumfuck Illinois, mm-hmm. and I'm going to set up shop. Why am I going to set up shop out there? Because the same tactics that I'm using in the city, I'm going to use out here. And they don't know nothing about it. And they don't know shit about it. They don't know nothing about it. So the, the tactics that I'm using out there, I'm going to bring here. I'm going to set up shop. I'm going to make your culture my culture. So mm-hmm. you're going to adapt my culture. Because I'm I'm the big dog and I'm the one that knows what's going on. So it's a it's a, it's a it's a bully thing. Yeah. And it's and it's in every part of human nature, like I said. So you're from New York, you you move to, you know, Delaware City and you shut up shop. Delaware City. You know what I'm saying? So all oh, you, you the shut up nigga shop. in Nebraska. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you the illest mm-hmm. nigga in Nebraska. You know what I'm saying? Set up shop, do your thing, bring your culture to, to that city. And fuck the locals, because if they get in your way, you're gonna kill them. You have no ties to them. You have no. no, no you have no none. community. You don't no. see them as people. Nope. So what he did was he came in with that mentality, and he created a a European hub in America. And then the French was here because if you don't know about the Louisiana Purchase right. and what that meant, so the French had a certain amount of land here that they had to make a deal with mm. the Americans, quote unquote. I'm using air quotes at the time, who owned it. So the Spanish came over here. The French came over here. You know, Italians came over. Everybody came over to get their piece of the new land. And it's crazy. They're still calling it the new land with people on it. Right. With people on it, with, with culture that exists, with mounds that were here, with the Aztecs that was an ancient civilization yeah. that had ancient, ancient knowledge and science and math. Because that's the thing that I don't want you to miss here. Is the fact that something already existed before they ever touched this land. Yeah. And then they, they, they came and took it, wiped it out, and said, now it belongs to us. I can't, to, to further your point, the knowledge that was documented in their native tongue, how they move, how they set up the government, the math, the sciences, were destroyed because all you had was paper. You see and, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so So even with this moves along, even though we have... We call ourselves an advanced country and you know an advanced world, a civilized. A civil, world, yeah. Well, I, I say advanced when it comes to technologies and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine we're still behind anywhere we possibly possibly be because of the knowledge that was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Now this is absent absent of anybody's thought of alien existence. Mm-hmm. I'm not going into all of that for this one, but it's the same thing. So if if we are looking at a person that says we are going to make sure our people are properly knowledgeable, but yet destroy true knowledge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So to your, to further your point, it's just to further their agenda. That's it. That's it. Even though as we've as we've come to acknowledge this and understand that, the paper trail, if you will, of said knowledge is all throughout the country. It's yeah. all it's all there. Because you cannot some of this stuff was passed down orally, you know what I'm saying? It's very Absolutely. oral to of people, you know what I mean? And when that happens, it's hard to break that constant and train of thought. You right. know what I'm saying? Because in Africa that's that's a practice that we had. Mm-hmm. it was a person in the village and uh that young young man in the village, it was a rite of passage at thirteen, he would keep all the stories of the village. And so for years and years and years and years and years and decades when he turned 13, they gave him all the stories. Why? They wanted to advance their knowledge. 
So if you sever that tie through slavery Mm -hmm. and there's no longer those stories no longer exist, you kill that culture. If I kill your culture, I can install a new one. But yeah, see, even, <laughs> right. But even I can kill, install a new one. But even to kill the stories, you have to kill the language, Absolutely. which is the number one deal. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. If I if you can, if I cannot communicate with you Absolutely. at all, then you can't tell me the story. Right. You know what I'm saying? Period. You know what I mean? So I think that's one of the. I don't want to say yeah. In the sake of his one of his greatest triumphs, understanding that part. You know what I'm saying? We're bringing these people over. There's people that's been there. So even if. I have, but we, again, I think he came from a culture. I think he came from a European culture to where that was normal. Like he was doing, mm-hmm. he's doing here what they did everywhere. Sure. <laughs> where they did everywhere. They did everywhere in Africa. They did everywhere in Australia. The British, the, the, the sun never sets on the British Empire because it's fucking everywhere. Because yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. They okay. go somewhere, they teach you English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your culture, no matter how divine and old and and incredible it is and how much it has rich rich history fuck all that you gonna do what the fuck we say do because that's how we get down here you know what i'm saying and before we take a break what i want to introduce in the next section is the fact that if you even look at it from a business standpoint there we go what is what does big business do to small business and what has been what look at amazon look at walmart and then look at what it's done to small time America and its business. And again, all stemming from Christopher Columbus. Man, so. that's, that's an excellent point. Look, we are about to take a break, but as always, check us out on all social medias. Uh, what we do on STL, the movement, on IG, what we do on STL on Twitter. Hey, we moving, we grooving. Uh, we getting all and the- what we do on STL.com on website. What we do on STL.com. We're going to take a break real quick, get into some music. We'll be right back. Is it me or all the people we elected as a decoy? I know I'm the only person I can speak for. First line at the Constitution should read we the poor. We lost, but who keep a score? Guess I'm just another black man. Flies Batman. Wish I had money like Bruce Wayne, though. But I got that sack and then I hit the trap and hope I don't get booked like Reed Rainbow. Niggas five. If you ain't no, you can see the pen quicker than the nigga hanging close. I made it through high school to end up slanging dope. Meanwhile, mama still trying to cope. Gotta love it. Old school nigga getting chewed like double bubble. Bad bitch, hubba hubba. Clips like nutter butters. Two clip trip. Yes, bitch, that's double trouble. Kick back. Watching all my friends turn nutty. Let's go do a trap
always been totally American, as American as apple pie, as American as the blues, as American as apple pie, the question is why? Why should the blues be so at home here? Well, America provided the atmosphere. You don't see what I 
to what we do in the last two tracks I played. That first one was White House by Don Tripp. Man, ever since, that, that shit came out in 2015, 2016, something like that. Mm-hmm. But how prophetic that was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and on the, point. I mean, hey. Especially after the insurrection. Man, after January 6th, man, like, just know that they said it immediately, it still stands now, had somebody listened to Don Tripp and got a bunch of us together, that insurrection would have been totally different. 
that last cut for G. Do you see? I really played that because hey, it's a classic album and the beginning of it when he was talking about how blues is so at home in America because uh, blue America provide the atmosphere, and that's what we're talking about with Columbus Day. You motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? The 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 energy that that whole the creation of America, how he got here, how he took it, has been going, it's been cycling through every American, black, white, Indian, Asian, uh, especially if they're native here. And before we went into the break, we was talking about how that same ideology works in business, how big business and little business coincide these days. Mm-hmm. So to kind of backtrack on, on what we've been talking about with Christopher Columbus Day, a.k.a. Indigenous People Day, um, we were kind of clearing up some myths in the, in the first hour, in the first introduction of this topic. We wanted you to know kind of kind of the truth of what was going on and, and uh, Christopher Columbus not being his real name, um, him being from a colony that, that is known as Italy now, uh, not really being Spanish, uh, the, the rape, the murder, the mistreatment of Native people, uh, the introduction of, of diseases, um, the women being sold as sex slaves mm-hmm. to the men, uh, the Nita, the Pinson, the Santa Maria, not really being the names of the ship. Like the entire story is just uh, false and, and fake on, on some bullshit. So they tried to make it a uh, just an all-American good guy story. He, he sailed over here. He colonized. Uh, well, he, he worked with the, with the native people. He, he helped them. He was helpful to them. And they just agreed to give him land. And, mm-hmm. you know, first and foremost, he was in the islands. He was in the islands in South America. He never landed on American soil. So that whole, you know, seeing the three ships and kind of kind of land at Philadelphia on the East Coast, that's bullshit. So in understanding that and understanding the parallelism between what Columbus did, truly did, and how America has been truly run ever since is important. Mm-hmm. So when you look at, Corporate, when you look at corporate structure in these big companies, you look at a Jeff, Jeff Bezos who owns Amazon, and Amazon being this, this I mean, for lack of a better term, it's a, it's a monarchy. Oh, uh, sure. It's definitely, it's definitely uh, just dominant. You know, it's a monopoly in, in that space. So your, your, your regular shipping companies, your smaller shipping companies, your book companies, your whatever you sell companies mm-hmm. are gone. Because Amazon exists. They put you out of business. So how does that correlate to Curse of Columbus? I'll tell you why. You were just living living your life. You're over here. You got your village. You got what you know. You know what I'm saying? You're living your life. You got your, your community, your family, your way of doing things, your way of life. And then this guy comes over from this huge corporation and essentially puts you out of business. Essentially, is what he did. He put you out of business. So when you think about what we do with, with big-time corporations, and, and again, we call it business. Yeah, yeah. We call it the cost of doing business. Yep. I'm saying, if you were strong enough to survive, then the market would let you survive. Well, that's kind of bullshit. Because these, these, these stores and these companies and these mom-and-pop shops were surviving until you created something so big and so, so greedy in some sense that you lowballed them on cost. And you lowballed them on material. Yeah. You're not paying your employees a, you a fair and decent and wage. And you're sending the product straight to the front door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, if it was competition and you beat me competition, if you beat me head to head, that's one thing. But when you're so big that you don't pay taxes. 
Not a single cent. You, you don't pay taxes, which is an advantage. Mm-hmm. So you're not paying taxes when they're taxing the fuck out of the small company. Yeah. Small companies paying probably 13 to 20% out the ass. Amazon paying no, Jeff, not no a taxes, single not a fucking penny. cent. Not a penny. Not a because penny. Because they created jobs. And so now they're putting they're putting folks out of business. And again, the 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 company itself may or may not be evil. What I'm saying is we set the tone for this because this is how we do business in America. Right. I, I understand that. If, if In America, if we are bigger, stronger, faster, or whatever we are from you, and we're able to take it over, then we're right that day. So Columbus came over, and he was bigger, faster, strong, whatever you want to call it. So he was right that day. Mm-hmm. So he then took over a, a country and a, and a land that wasn't, didn't need you to take it over. Didn't need you to discover it. Didn't need your expertise. Doing just fine, boss. Yeah, doing just fine without you. Yeah. You come in and say, no, I'm going to make you better. But it was for, at, at, at the end of the day, it was for greed. I think, look at the, the Spanish Empire, the, Sp- the, the Spanish empires and Portuguese empires, and they were doing just fine. They didn't need this shit. Even talk about <laughs> your Amazon analogy to the mom and pop spot. So the local, the community was dealing with the mom and pop spot. Everything's going fine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So Amazon shows up at first. You know, people so brand loyalty to a certain degree. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna do so much here. I'm gonna go to the same spot. Old George down there, cool. I like to go down there and get my goods and services, whatever. Right, right. Amazon comes in and says, "Oh, what do they do? We also do that." Yeah. You know what I'm saying that's the front end. The back end is Amazon come and say, "Hey, people come to our site all the time. Do you want to at least ship through us?" Yeah. They look for the product. They see you. They can. They can still deal with you, mm-hmm. but they. They'll. You can ship through us because people are already looking. Right. The company says, "Yeah, we got to get our product out there." You get involved with Amazon, and they put you on. They bury your, your company way back in, you know, page seventeen of what's going on. So by the time somebody, if, if somebody was looking for you, it takes further to get there, and they didn't find their product seventeen different ways right. before they get to you. So. It, they don't feel bad about crushing you because essentially they brought you into the fo- program, but like you said, you want strong enough to survive. Yeah, and it's America. And it's, it's, America. it's American. It's American. That's, That's what happens. we do. You know what we mean? crush, we kill, we doesn't matter as long as we get the job done. Mm-hmm. It's so the then, so then you open the door and you introduce the blueprint for slavery because again, we you you've already done that. You've been enslaving people. Mm-hmm. Slavery is not new, mm-hmm. but the brutality in which it was committed against the people whom it was committed against was new. The, the that that part was new because they had to make it more brutal because they had to make they had to make a statement. And they learned from okay, so when the indigenous people came through and showed off their athleticism, tomahawks and all that, they yeah. had they got with it. You know what I'm saying? So when this next shade comes in, if you will, they are not gonna let that same thing happen. Like Hell we no. know we're gonna have to bring this shit. Because no. we know what they're doing out yeah. there. You know what I mean? So it not only did or were they capable of uh, up in the brutality? They knew it was a, it was a necessity. Yeah. So, if you think about that, in in again that parallelism between what happens then and what happens now, is that you have bigger corporations that come in and they may see a, a smaller corporation and is performing at a certain level, mm-hmm. and they they first are going to offer you money. They're going to offer you the oh, bag. Of course. You don't take the bag. We're going to do some other tactics. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't compete with us from a money standpoint, so we're just going to spend money to you out of business any fucking way. Yeah. So look. You know what I'm saying? Or we're going to out-advertise you so you may have a superior product, you may have superior customer service, but you can't not compete with the bag that we have over here, so then we're just going to crush you. So it's the same principle. Look, look, who, look 
what all kind of entities employ that strategy. Yeah. There are major hospitals Absolutely. that are that are really just an acquisitions company. Really, Absolutely. they just getting funded through the healthcare system. Yep. Mega churches. Mega churches. You know what I'm saying? How do you think they take over the neighborhood? You actually walk in and give them the money to do whatever they want to to the neighborhood. Because if you think about it, growing up, with, you know, we're old enough to remember mm-hmm. when the neighborhood church was the church. Right. When the neighborhood church was where you went to go worship, mm-hmm. where you pay your tithes. Now you have a mega church with 16 pastors mm-hmm. yeah. and, and, and 20,000 members. And where's the sense of individual community now i'm not saying that progress will not happen and i'm not getting in the way of progress what i'm saying is at what cost should progress happen and should it be so heartless and brutal should we have some type of humanity about it should we have some type of because again i'm not against capitalism when it's practiced correctly because capitalism at its at its core is competition sure if competition is is equal across the playing field then the cream will rise to the top. The problem is we've never had it equal across the playing field because you've had people who's been able to use governments mm-hmm. who have raped, pillaged, and took land resources from Africa, land resources from Asia, land resources from America, mm-hmm. land resources from the people who actually owned it. Or if my brother the St. Louis Red was here, nobody owns it <laughs> because really and truly – it belongs to all of God's children. Shout out to Red. Yeah, shout out to Red. Um, so it belongs to all of God's children. So how do you take something that is, again, a natural resource? It belongs to the earth. It doesn't belong to you. But we put a, put a price on it and a name on it. And then we ended up coming in and taking it from these people because we're somehow our lives are, are better than your life because we live a different type of culture. Okay, think about it. In that same exact layout that you just did. Mm-hmm. Look at the integration, the integration of church and state. Absolutely. Right? Let's go back to the mega churches. When you're talking about, say, so, say you wanted to open up a tavern in the area of a church, mm-hmm. right? There is a certain, there's a there's zoning involved with that. You know what I'm saying? Which to me, why? It's a church. It's a it's a tavern. Mm-hmm. One has alcohol in it, and that's it. If somebody wants to leave church and go up the street and have a drink. How is that the how is that the call of the church? Right. You know what I'm saying? The if you want to open a tavern, you have to get the approval of the church in that zone area. Not your not your alderman, not your local government. The church has has to say it's okay for you have a a tavern that close in their in their vicinity. Tell me how that correlates. Like what does one have to do in the other? It's not on your property. You know what I'm saying? It's not right there. But if I want to be anywhere in your area, I have to talk to you and not my local government. Absolutely, because the church is a business. The sec the I think they're either second or first biggest landowner in the world is the Vatican. There you go. The Catholic Church. So and ironically, during all of this exploration, <laughs> where the fuck was the church? The church was moving in. Where's the church like when, when slavery was going on, was church? Where was the church stand? When the, you, the church was right there, boss? Oh, oh, oh we know. <laughs> we know, but I'm just I'm asking the rhetorical question yeah, yeah, because again right we got people listening. So I want you I want you to think about it from a listener standpoint. Right. Look, what where was the church involved when all of this shit was going on? Because it was going on under their nose and with well not under their nose with their approval. Let's be real. They gave them the verbiage to talk to the folks about how to get away with the brutality outlined in said Bible. True indeed. They outlined it. Just True go indeed. with these scriptures and they understand that this is the work of God. 
That's it. They have absolutely no counter reference point. Right. You know what I'm saying? They uh, that they, they identify with this cross. That's all we need. Yeah. Because again, we gotta we gotta civilize the savages. Gotta civilize. The savages. <laughs> so gotta we civilize go into yeah, we gotta civilize the savages. So we go into Africa, we go into America, we go into these places to where they're not living civilized lives, mm-hmm. and then we we give them a Bible. It's the old saying. Uh, they land on they land at the property. They had the Bible. Uh, they had the Bible. You had all the land. When they left, you had the Bible, and they had all the land. So look, case in point with business. Case they, in point when business. they when they walk in, they come up with all the lawyers, and you have the land. Yeah. When they leave, you have, they have land, and you have all the lawyers. Yeah. It is what it is. We, we broke it down. Like that's one one of the reasons why, and I'm pretty sure you can speak to this. Getting into your your masters of business, all this mm-hmm. ethics is just as a solid course that you have Ethic, to get into. Ethics is a class that you have to take. Ethics is the biggest joke in in educational history because anytime that we talk about ethics, you can give examples. Mm-hmm. You can give examples all day long on shit that doesn't make sense from an ethical perspective, right? And we can look at large companies mm-hmm. and we can try to apply business ethics. To a company that pays no taxes, right. an American company that to me that's un-American, that's unpatriotic. Even if you could, why would you? Because because again, taxes are are to the benefit of the people. Right. So right. how do we pay for a school, bridges, infrastructure that infrastructure. we're now going through right all, now? All of that shit that we need to pay for, if the five largest companies in this country were paying their fair share of taxes, we could implement those pro- programs. You know, one thing about um, uh, Warren, mm-hmm. had a plan for everything. She had the 2% tax on the rich. 2% tax on the top 1% of the, of the country. And most of them were, were corporate taxes that she was talking about. And she was like 2%, 2, two look, cent on the dollar. And look what happened as soon as she was able to provide a, uh, a layout. I mean, it was one thing just to say it. Yeah. But to have the actual documentation, this is how we do it step by step. Look what happened. Yeah. Shut her up. Get her out of here. What the the fuck is she talking about? Because, again, greed is good. This is America. So with America, with the Christopher Columbus mentality, actually, if we're going to keep it a buck, Mm -hmm. he's the first gangster. Okay. Okay. He's the the first gangster of America. Of America, sure. He's the first gangster yeah, of America. Yeah. No, we I, had I, gangsters yeah, throughout history. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, in, in, in an American sense, he's the first American gangster. He was Frank Lucas for Frank Lucas. Oh, yeah. And he definitely provided yeah. the blueprint. Yeah, man. he provided the blueprint from, for how we operate in this country. Now, again, the American Mafia and other places existed. Mm-hmm. Um, triads, and we can continue to go as far as organized crime goes. But I mean, homegrown American terrorist slash gangster was Christopher Columbus. And I don't mean that in a good sense no. and I don't mean that I mean that in the in the, in the most tyrannical in the most tyrannical, exploitive, just horrible things that you say about gangsters and you you know, when you mm-hmm. see the movies or whatever and you see how pe- like they should do a movie depicting him in that light. Because he did though those things were point. documented. Let's those things get into were that. Dead. Let's get into that real quick right now. That's 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 I'm glad you went there. So, how? What would you have? What would you think? Step one of getting a movie like that greenlit would be. You, you know, you can't go to the major studio. First and foremost, I was about to say. First and foremost, it would have to be one hundred percent independent money. Yeah, you can't go to the. You can't um, go to the. 
Two, it would have to be fact check and historically correct. To the T. To the T. Because, again, if we're talking about, we're talking about a sensitive subject Mm. because people... Again, he has a holiday named after him. Mm-hmm. Well, well, had a holiday named after him. I don't know if they're calling it Indigenous People Day or not, but he had a holiday named after him that was started in 1937. So, again, it was started, like, last, you know, century. Like, it, this was recent. You know right. what I'm saying? Not recent, but... Recent, and, and time been within, relative recent. 100 years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know. within 100 years of us knowing what he did, we still want to celebrate this. Mm. So, in wanting to celebrate this, you're going to have some people that have... Um, Emotional ties to the story, okay. to what's going on. So, so it has one. to be fact-checked. Yeah. has to be independent. has to be correct, first and fucking foremost. Mm-hmm. So we got to tell the story correct. Because there's too many times to where Hollywood gets a hold of a story and there's white people in Egypt all the same. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the gods of Egypt mm-hmm. are all white dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Harriet Tugman story, all the heroes are white. Like, it's just crazy shit that happens when... We let them, or or Birth of a Nation comes out, and a controversy happens before Birth of a Nation. Yeah, so that now type we don't shit. get to see Birth what, of a Nation. Oh, and but by the way, I seen that shit. So when did it came I. out. You should check it out. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, so yeah. we it have to be independent. It would have to be told correctly and fact checked. It would have to have historical um, significance, mm-hmm. and it has to be a raw, real story told from a from a perspective that is not biased because again I'm not I don't have a I don't have a biased opinion to Christopher Columbus as a, as a person or as an entity or as a hero I just want you to know the real story right right and then you decide for yourself what that does for you you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. again if we're talking about American heroes why is he held in the regard that he's held in and some of our other American heroes aren't even talked about facts so what kind of what kind of Outside forces, outside obstacles, you would think that would pop up in the let's okay. Let's just give ourselves a, a, a frame here. We got the funding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying we're moving along. We've we've got this thing pretty much moving. People getting word of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Few, we got a few people seeing the first edit of it or whatever. That was getting traction. People are liking it. It we're we're on point with it. Now here comes a bullshit. Given the sensitivity of this topic. Given to given that it is, for all extensive purposes, an identity of America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What are some of the forces do you believe that will come out to kind of put get in the way of this project progressing? High level, high wealth, mm. uh, white Americans that do mm. not like. So with everything that's been going on. There, there is a sense in white America, especially high-level white America, that they are being attacked. Okay, I hear that you. That history hear is being yeah. rewritten. We're taking down the statues. Yeah. We're, we're challenging the, the Confederate flag. All of these things are happening in America, and people are pissed off, mm-hmm. right? So people are not in, 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 in line with cancel culture. So we, we said at the beginning of, of this show we want to cancel Christopher Columbus forever. You know, For Not real. to say that we don't tell the story. Because that's the difference. Yeah. Not to say that we don't tell the story. We don't celebrate the man. We don't celebrate the holiday. We don't celebrate the, the myth of what we've been told. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. Right. It shouldn't be celebratory. It should be something that the story that is told, but it should be told from a historical standpoint. And he should be talked about in the same vein that we talk about a Hitler. Yeah, yeah. Because when there he went go. to Spain, there he went go. to Spain in shackles. 
Yeah. And he was pardoned by the Spanish government. That's another fact that we kind of sweep under the world. So they even recognize him as a fucking criminal. So let's get that out. Uh, the way. Come on with it now. So when we tell the story, there are going to be people that are invested in America being America the way that America has be. been always been represented. Always been. There you go. And we want it represented in a certain light and we want it represented in a certain way. And anytime that we see it not being represented that way, we're going to raise hell. Because you're trying to change the complexion of America, or you're trying to change history, or we've, we've had this story for this long, so why would we tell it a different way? Because when we talk about the Star Spangled Banner, nobody wants to talk about the third stanza. Right. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to change the Star Spangled Banner because it's a tradition within America. And one thing about America is America doesn't have a lot of original traditions. Again, most of our traditions come from other cultures, and we just remix them. So when we're talking about something that's so so near and dear to Americans, of course you're going to have backlash from people who don't understand what we're saying, who don't want to do the research, mm-hmm. who don't understand the Native, Native American uh, perspective or the African American perspective, mm-hmm. or hell, just the perspective of anyone who doesn't like oppression. Okay, there you go. They don't, under, they don't want to understand that perspective. Mm-hmm. They don't give a fuck about that perspective. Mm-hmm. They only give a perspective about protecting America, right? Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the obstacle. But, again, stories like these need to be told because, again, kids are being told that this is a hero. You know what I'm saying? That this is a hero in American culture, and that's bullshit. So target audience. So target audience. Are we going straight to the indigenous people first? Or are we saying, that, hey, this is for the oppressed? Because me personally, I, as far as promotion is concerned, I want to I go to the people that, were to, that would appreciate this the most first. I can see that. You see what I'm saying? I can see that, but um, like most good art, mm-hmm. it's it's up to the artist to create it. It's up to the people to gravitate towards it, if you will. You do what you will with mm-hmm. it. My, my, my job is to create the mm-hmm. art and put it out. That's an interesting my, concept. My, 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 my job is to challenge you, to challenge you as, a, as an audience, mm-hmm. to make you think, to make you look at it. What, what, what we do from a certain perspective mm-hmm. is art. Mm-hmm. We are just presenting a show with with two 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 men's opinions on on certain topics that affect our community, yeah, right. affect people that we we love and care about, and, and affect our everyday. So we're looking at Columbus Day from our everyday perspective, and the celebratory nature that we have put upon it, and then teaching that to kids, and the message that we send to kids when we teach them, and and whitewash it at that mm-hmm. like. And then when you hear the real story, people still because again, somebody had to before 2021, somebody had to bring this up and go, hey man, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, for sure. We we might not want to celebrate this as a holiday. Or or we might want to kind of, you know, really, really tell the truth about this name. And they're like, ah, yeah. fuck that. You know, and yeah. then a kid gets a hold of some information and it's everywhere now. Google's available, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The internet is available, yep. information is readily available, and they read it, and it's like, why? Because th- I feel the frustration of a lot of our youth because they're coming across a lot of this shit, and they're like, dog, all the bull, y'all lied to us. All the bullshit y'all told us and, y- and y'all preached to us was, was just that. Like, you can't keep lying mm-hmm. to us and expect us to be cool with it. Yo, and, and I think that's one of the biggest, I think that's one of the biggest generational uh, gaps that, we are now coming to face with Hell yeah. because they, like you say, everything is in front of them. Now we had to go buy the books 
and the uh, elders of our family and community. Absolutely. So whatever, whatever life experience they had, it could pass down greatly appreciated. But there was a certain level of misinformation that was taught to them as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there was no super fact checking because of the environment. You have to sit there and make sure you provide your family. But now, I can be sitting on the toilet and bring up everything I need to know. And once I, once as a person, I can decide between what's real and what's fake on the internet because that's what we're still. Yeah, because you got to fact check. You got to be able to know know the difference between, you know, .net, .gov, you know, and the sources that you get from certain information from and make sure that that information can be Mm cross-referenced against something that is universally looked at as a fact. So once we start doing that, I mean, the story's going to come out. Let's get that out. The story's going to come out. It's going to become more popular. But the reason why I say movies is, is because we're entertainment culture as well. Mm. And most of the times we learn, we learn through movies or That's YouTube real. and things of that nature. So if we create something, uh, a piece of art like that, and we're responsible about it, I think that uh, the kids will know and can use this as a teaching tool. Mm. And we'll never, you know, as a nation, be able to repent for our sins until we admit. That's right. That's right. And, and this is and this is the you know of course the original sin of slavery, but this is one of the sins that we have to that, repent true. and 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 amend for. I'm, I'm gonna tell you before we go to break though. I think you're 100 percent right. We, had, we definitely have to get that project out there. Somebody's gonna do it. But anybody that takes on this project and listen to this and say, "Hey, this is a great idea," reach out to Riz and the Wu Tang. Put them on the soundtrack. And I'm telling you, that sucker is going, man. This is what we're doing. We'll be right back. <laughs> To my cerebellum, so I reach out to the listeners, and my mission is I better tell them, I'll fear of a free mind is hearing your spirit can die, and each time you need to cry, so you hide it deep inside, reason why, how can you change what was written, easy, don't focus your brain on what they mentioned, I got so used to trying to make do, I feel like I'm cheating when I'm faced with a breakthrough, the man in the mirror keeps saying I hate you, I respond like little nigga, I made you slay those saying they could break you. So when I take a break, I go ape, come back and play fool. When they think they won, that's when I crush them. Change is imminent, I evolved, so it's nothing. What's the discussion? Charles Anderson. Conscious. Unconsciously, we've conquered all the I can see. Con- 
constantly concocting more options, but jobs are still obsolete. It seems so odd to me, an odyssey, how honesty is honestly the robber's thing upon us. It's astonishing. How did all the honest people vanish from the planet? Leaving us a laundry list of problems to acknowledge while plotting with my phonics, me and Sonic and Bob. Non-chomper rises as I sit down and sketch my rhymes, stretch my mind to figure out what's next in line. The next M.A. and Andre? Nah, homie, it's just been a long, a long time coming. Just a dish you, it bitch you. You only mad at yourself. Here's the tissue. But that ain't even my focus, man. That hate ain't on my menu. I'm in a different city, about to rock a different venue. My girl sent me a text message just to say I miss you. It won't be long before I'm home, baby. But the rent's due. <laughs> Charles Hamilton, what does it do? Astro the super sick like I did you. B.O.B. spitting the truth all up in this booth. Change gon' come, so sing along to this tune. Yeah, man. November 4th. Remember, remember, the 4th of November. <laughs> yeah, this is B.O.B. and I approve this message. Day. Happy Meach Day. Happy 
Happy Tukey Day, Happy Hitler Day, sounds stupid, eh? Echo hypocrisy and more American than democracy. Far as I can see, the Constitution one for folk who look like me, and that's what I believe. Of a lesser man, build a wall, keeping up the Mexican. Go to standing rock and wanna poison water, just like Michigan. Now ain't disappeared. If I learned anything I've seen, any bitch can be president. Hold up, I say that nigga hostile. Get the yellow flare in they nostril. Hold up, God never said the weapons wouldn't fall. He just said they wouldn't prosper. Welcome back to what we doing. Those last, those first two songs, man. Talk to us about that first one. That's the first one time I heard that one. So that was uh, B.O.B. Asher Roth and uh, Charles, Ham- Charles, Charles Hamilton, Hamilton yeah. who's been missing for a while, man. Uh, actually, talks about Christopher Columbus within the song, but just a, a dope, dope hip uh, kind of revolutionary type type of vibe to to the song that was really hitting. And I'd heard it like once. And so I was looking at songs that kind of mentioned Christopher Columbus or whatever. And that, that one kind of came to mind. And uh, the second one was uh, the that T.I. Yeah. Was uh, that featuring Translate? No, that was the that was just him. That was the I Believe. He also talked about uh, Columbus Day is like having the Hitler Day. You know what I'm saying? I think he was 100 yeah. percent right on 100% that. 100% on point. Because, again, if we don't if we don't put it into context what he actually was and what he actually meant to the people whom he harmed. Right. Because we, we have a history in this country of kind of, kind of we praise gangsters. We like gangsters mm-hmm. in this, in this country. We, we, we praise the American mafia. Mm-hmm. Well, certain gangsters, right? Cause we don't like, you know, urban gangsters or, no. or, or took, you know, Tookie Williams. Yeah. Tookie, Tookie Williams. We got to kill him. You know what I'm saying? The crack dealers and heroin dealers and whatnot. You know, we're going to demonize them and make them the face of drug use and drug abuse. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, none of them on planes, trains, uh, anything Man. to get it into the country. Yet, they're the face of the war on drugs, which is fucking insane. I'm not saying that. So the hypocrisy in that is that we're never saying that the 
crimes or, or atrocities or whatever that they committed should go unpunished. That's not that's not my stance. Stand what you do. Whatever you did or whatever you do, stand on it. If you get caught, you got you to pay your debt to society. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you shouldn't have a problem with that. So we don't want to hear no no six nine shit, no telling no snitches. Yeah, you know, really stand what you do. But when you trying to make black men and black women the face of some shit, when we know damn well it's a trickle down effect. We're the last to get it. Right. With a like with a lat we're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to this. Because again, when we're talking when we're talking Columbus Day, we're talking Columbus, we're talking power. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that we're absent of in this country, especially um, black Americans is power and the only way we're going to get power is one coming together two group, group economics and three being able to understand what was done to us in this country how it was done and how we can undo it Yeah. so sure. one of the things that we got to get out of this whole Columbus Day thing is in our curriculum and our education and some of your homeschooling and, and your regular schooling uh, again I never want Something that happened to not be talked about. Yeah, I just want it talked about in context. So to to give a holiday to a gentleman that was, by all accounts, intents and purposes and recollections, a monster. Yeah, is irresponsible and reckless. It's irresponsible and reckless when there's so many other Americans that we can give that same honor to. You know, oh, you, okay. they fought us on Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. Okay. So fought, fought us on Martin Luther King Day. Like, like. So this, Phoenix, Arizona was like, fuck it. Like, like I mean, they, up until recently, like, they was, still, yeah, they still like, do it. Do they I, do it I, I don't know. I, we would have I to look it up. I might have to look it up. You know what I'm saying? But if, they, if they adopted it, it was recently. You know like, what I'm saying? Juneteenth just got became a holiday. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we had plenty of holidays to choose from, mm-hmm. and plenty of people in history to give that bestow that honor to that. We created a hero, so then we created a mentality and a a way of doing business that has trickled down and percolated throughout America, and has made it okay. See, and I, I, it gave license to right. So uh, this is where I'm at with it. Okay, so to you said you talked about the adding of holidays. Okay, if we're talking about the removing of holidays, which I don't think is a thing because of the fact that Americans will, as we've seen over the past, you know, 18 months, give an American an opportunity not to work, he's going to take it. You know what I'm saying? All day long. That, that type yeah. of shit. So if you're going to keep this in play and say this is an American holiday, please shine a light, continue to shine a light in the whole context of America. If this is the DNA face of America, mm-hmm. then understand that you are you are essentially saying this is us. So with this is being us, how we operate, how we grew, mm-hmm. the atrocities that was made on our people should be immediately recognized. That, to, to me, that's what you're saying. Like this yeah. is us. This is what we do. This we're proud of it. So proud of it. We don't. We believe nobody should do shit on this holiday. Mm-hmm. But chill out. You know what I'm saying? Or discover stuff. If that's what you into. <laughs> that type of thing. So if that's what you're saying, then get the other side. Of it. Give me the other half of it. Like you said, if you stood on this, you stand on this, you celebrate it, that means give us what you owe us on the back end. Yeah, absolutely. You so I mean? one thing that we we again as a larger topic we can talk on, but we I think we both agree on the repair and reparation side. That's of this what I'm thing. talking about. 
what I'm That's saying? Because when saying. we talk about reparations and we talk about repair, we're not just talking about monetary. Mm-hmm. We are also talking about history. Mm-hmm. We are talking about therapy. Yeah. We are talking about actual reinvestment and, and re-education into a system. that Because, again, it's not so much what you did and you stopped doing. It's what you did and you Continue. kept teaching Kept teaching it. You put different clothes on it. You put it over here. Like yeah. it's all, it's like all over it, the place. it's one thing if you you know people talk about the Holocaust and say that you know with with the, with, with the Holocaust and Holocaust survivors and Holocaust they got um they got a certain level of reparations mm-hmm. which they should have. Of course, absolutely nobody disagrees yeah. with that, right? But with African Americans, you it it would be one thing when someone tries to because that's why we need something from an African American standpoint. Um, that rivals the anti-defamation. You know, we got black Twitter. But yeah. we, we need more than black Twitter. We need an actually anti-defamation league that when you say something about black folks, we come in droves and, and we handle that business when it comes to you can't that. tell me that that does not work because every other community has every such Every other thing. community has it. You and that's why I was using the moving. Jewish community as an example on that. You have to have something to hold people accountable. That's right. Because when we're teaching this to our kids and we're teaching them that this type of behavior is not okay, but it's celebrated. Because if you want to be remembered in America, you want you want to be like the forefathers. Mm-hmm. You want to be like the people that, you know, if somebody looks up, you know, who wrote the uh, Star Spangled Banner mm. that we sing every day. Um, they're going to have to know the history. Yes, agreed. And in knowing agreed. the history, then that person has to decide if they want to be remembered in that light or in that fashion. So if that person wants to be remembered in that light or in that fashion, what does that say about us? Like, what does that say about us as a nation if we allow someone that is so vile and and fucking violent and shit just came through and did some heinous shit Mm -hmm. and we allow that to be celebrated? Not only only allow to be celebrated, take pride... And its results. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Full-blooded, all... How, how tyrannical does the phrase blue-blooded American sound to you? Ooh, shit. You hear me? <laughs> Ooh, shit. You know what I mean? And, I, and even when I was in Jamaica, I was talking to talking to a, a merchant about getting some getting some a white Hennessy, but anyway... Well, that's when negotiating the price and picking it up, he said, you Americans always trying to... I'm like, what you call me? Oh, that's right. I guess technically I am. Right. But when I go back to you know what a blue blood American represents, I'm definitely not that. Right. Not by not by no stretch of the imagination. But I am a native Black American. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's where, it, as complex as that term American is, it should be defined at all levels by all people that it represents. Yeah. And as an American, and as a patriot, I can't have a problem. I, I can't have a problem with my with my country. I can't have a problem with something that exists in my country and still be a patriot. Yeah, yeah. Because patriotism, in my estimation, and in my eyes, is constantly wanting your country to be better. Yes. And if you don't call out your country, and if you don't see something that is incorrect and want to correct it, then you're you're not a patriot. You are a fan at at, at, at that point. You're just fanatical, or somewhat of a nationalist, which is it gets kind of tricky when you get into the terminology. And it gets it gets into tr- I, I didn't want to 
put that jacket on certain people because we do have nationalists in this country. Yeah, sure. But I want to put that jacket right, on people. Right. But I just mean from a mentality standpoint of that's what fans do. I'm a I'm a Dodger fan, so I don't mm-hmm. give a fuck what they do. They can do no wrong. I hear you. I get you. You get Fanatical what I'm saying? About it. Okay, I got Fanatical. you. Fanatical. Yeah, I get you about and it. And we don't yeah, need yeah, fans. Yeah. We need more patriots. Yeah. We need more people that will fight and die for the actual ideas that this country was based on. Preach and teach on the actual ideas that this country was based on. And when they see bullshit, be able to say, that's bullshit. Especially- that's not who we are or not who we aspire to be. That's who we have been. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of this shit with the Columbus to modern day, which we made those correlations throughout these two hours, you can see the, the similarities. Oh, yeah. It's parallel. Where we, where we started and where we at. Yeah, it's, it's damn parallel. You know what I'm saying? So now we started here and we ended here. How do we... How do we change course? Easy. It starts with our kids and our education system. Mm-hmm. We have to educate differently. We have to change narratives. We have to speak better narratives. And we have to be honest. We I'm can't steezy. keep sugarcoating and, and nah. hiding history and expecting us to be better as a nation when we don't want to tell the truth. And then honesty is so key to that point, but I'm just going to expound on that. The, what the face of American looked like in its in its conception compared to what American looks like now is is 180 degrees. There's too many faces of representation here out here now, all fighting for the American dream. Mm-hmm. So it you can't you can't be the face of an institution when every everybody behind said face looks different, and you welcome that difference. Right. You want people to stand up for their differences when they are here. Right. You know what I'm saying. So. If before we can say, hey, we as a country, we got to get back to what what all the components mean. Because we're in, a, we're in we are in an era of representation matters, and everything we talk about, mm-hmm. movies, uh, you know, politics, uh, whatever, your job diversity, we talk about representation matters. That in itself, to me, is what American is: representation matters. Absolutely. Because we have so, and, and we're bringing people in. Saying we're still bringing people in, saying be American, be American. But at the same time, we still have that false sense of as soon as you get here, you're going to cut your own culture off. And I think that's the part of, I'm going to say old America, like a better term, that they don't like. To be American is to be tyrannical or uh, more of a capitalist. Instead of being of this land. Cowboy, a gangster. Cowboy, a gangster. Mm -hmm. But you can be from your native lab and be on this soil, understand the laws of the land and still be of you. And I that is the part that we're having a problem with. Because there's two, there's two distinct fights going on. Uh, there's who we were and who we want to be. Mm-hmm. And who, who we were was very beneficial for certain people. Yeah. So, of course, I don't want to give that up if it's right. been beneficial for me. It's been beneficial for me to be an American in, in the way that America has been shaped. And I became a millionaire or a billionaire off of it. I was able to benefit from... Uh, the tenets of this type of capitalism. I was able to benefit from the tenets of this type of America. I was able to get away with murder in certain aspects. Yeah, a lot of aspects. Get away with atrocities and certain, and nobody be held accountable for Mm -hmm. it. And then who we want to be. And again, on both sides, we have extremism. Oh, yeah. So on both sides, we have people wanting to cancel people too much. Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle, we'll talk about it. You know, that'll be an episode at one point in time. You know, people wanting to cancel someone like Dave Chappelle for for using his freedom of speech and speaking the way that he speaks. And then that's that extreme, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have people who are actually offensive, actually dangerous, 
actually speak hate speech, actually call mm-hmm. action and dog whistle and racism mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 to act and to come forward. And so we're trying to figure out, okay, this is what we were and it was cool and this is who we want to be. And that's cool too. And so that fight is happening when really and truly we need, we need a bit of both. We need balance. Of course. Certain shit has to die. Certain yeah, shit yeah. there is no alternative to. Right. Like, there needs to be a zero po- a zero tolerance policy on certain shit. Just like if you go to your job, have a zero tolerance policy on sexual harassment. You know why? Because what fucking benefit does sexual harassment have? We are here to work, <laughs> sir. Yeah, that's so it. it. That's it. So if it has zero benefit, why are we... Why are we? Let's see both sides. Of, no, no, we don't see. We don't need to see both sides of racism. No. Zero tolerance policies on, on racism. Like if, if if we if we implement things to that nature, moving forward, and we say we're going to implement, we're going to fix this thing, because that's what America hasn't done yet. Yeah. We haven't just put our our foot in the sand and said fuck this. We're not dealing with this shit no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Certain certain parts of America has one thing I can I can credit because we're not perfect, but uh. You know, I was in the United States Air Force for a while, and I was in the military for a while, and and it was a uh, it was a speech that was given by a general that went viral, and he was uh, at the Air Force Academy, and it was one of the prouder moments of me being a veteran that I had, because he was he was talking about racism, mm-hmm. and somebody had said something in one of the dorms uh, at the academy, and he called everybody. This this four star general called everybody, everybody. Let's go. Come in this hangar. Let's go right now. Mm. And as simple as this, he said, this will not be tolerated here. Zero tolerance. Whoever did it, Mm. you're now welcome here, and we will get rid of you. America, that's the the frustration with America, because it's that simple. It's that fucking simple. Honestly. Look, if this is what you want, we don't fuck with you. Honestly, and, and you gotta go. And where we at right now? Before <laughs> before we got here, uh, where we at right now? All we asking for, almost demanding at this point, is a zero tolerance policy for inhumane activities. We're just out here for human rights, bro. That's, That's it. it. Too much to ask for. It's too much to ask for. If you're raped and killed, you don't get a holiday. Hey, that's what it is. Baseline hey. shit. Yo, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna probably bring this up again, man. I think we really nailed it on this one, dude. Uh, we like as always a lot of these topics. We can go another three, four hours about it, but just get awareness and just keep everything in content and in perspective. Yeah, so nobody's tomorrow, going to work tomorrow, but just understand why. <laughs> yeah, understand why you're not going to work. Understand who the person you get this holiday for, and if we have changed it to Indigenous People Day, right on, and and Hallelujah, yeah. and let's uh let's do something different. Let's do something doper, <laughs> and uh let's continue to evolve, man. Yeah, that's with man. man. Yeah. We're going to call him one, man. It's your man's H.C. Sims. Mr. Mix. We'll be doing peace. Yep. David, David Banner. David. Look. Fuck all that protesting and marching peacefully. They still gonna find a way to handle us egregiously, legally. If I may get this shit up on my mind now. We born in the battlefield, can't call no time out. Every time now, it's another one of us lying out, crying out. I can't breathe until he dies out. Make me ask myself, what would you die about? I doubt. If nigga been banging since you and your high, let them fly on our position resembling you and I. Race a cracker, give a fuck about it. 
and never will till they start picking up a couple bodies. When we got killed, when it's a mile, we'll scatter rain shout. The pain hurt, but the cold hard fact of the matter is getting worse. Damn. If I could wish upon a star, I send a special bullet everywhere you hate for best is all. Pull a string like a Gibson guitar, wait from afar. Slow motion, watch it enter your temple and exit your jaw. Hmm. Send you all to hell with a scar, a conversation piece. Hope it maybe leads to a joke when you in Satan speak. Yeah, you were patronizing us, we waited patiently. Well, you'll probably give your life to trade a day with me. Call that shit an eye for an eye, my nigga, by any means. Had extended clip before skinny jeans. Yeah. Now bow and arrows in cop cars with kerosene. That's how I'm living. Show me you would deceive me. As the city 